So God is trying to revive certain aspects of our lives and I've been messaging some of you back and forth. I've been messaging you and, and we've been discussing about some of the foundational things. Things as simple as prayer life and strengthening that area. Things as simple as word life and study and strengthening that area. Um, also, for me as well, it's a time where I've been listening keenly to the words that PT has been speaking because as you already know, the apostle sets order. And I think for the next five years of our lives, what I'm about to share with you this afternoon is actually going to be the thing that characterizes the rise or the, the, the fall of individuals because I think we're beginning to clock what the next dimension hinges upon. So the first announcement I have to make for the Connect and Family Capital and for the nation family as a whole is that there is a great season of wealth, resources about to invade this house is coming it's coming as an invasion there is a great season of soul winning about to invade this house it's coming and you know for me it's never been a time where i've had to put words out that i feel is not going to happen if i if i'm saying it then it's probably happening right in front of your eyes right now. My duty as a shepherd, as a pastor and a leader over many of you, in fact, all of you, is to begin to open your antennas to what God is actually trying to do in this season. So the first announcement for Connect and Family Capital is actually before I go into the word totally next week Monday 7 to 9 p.m. I'll meet with Fight Club. That's we're going to pray together next week Monday. I'm going to sit and pray for two hours. I'm going to meet with Fight Club from 7 to 9 p.m. Because I understand that even though a season of great wealth great souls, people, right people with skills is upon us. I also understand that it is a birthing season for this family. It's a season where in order to actually actualize what God has put over us, we have to birth it ourselves. It has already been pronounced from the mouth of God. P.T., the apostle, the one who sets order, has announced it. So because he's announced it, it is already here. But then there are a group of people that would take the instructions and begin to birth. So over the last few days for me, I've been listening intently and keenly to the words that P.T. has been saying so that I can now begin to figure out what God wants from us as a family. What God wants from us as a people. 
You know that the nation family comprises of eight families. And for me, it comprises of eight families, but these eight families work like this. I'll use Connect and Family Capital as an example. Connect and Family Capital are one family. It is just now that in order for the work of Connect, the bloodline, to increase, we need to now move into different family settings. So families come out of families. So the last name of family capital is still Connect. It is just that whereas Connect is this character, family capital will take on another character. So why is that important for me to announce? Because as God begins to speak about the great wealth and the great soul winning that is about to hit this house, it would also fall on different kind of characters. And as long as we understand the position and ranking of each family and how it is meant to function, then we're free for resources to flow to us the way we need it to flow. So I feel as if many of you have expectations. So now is the time to listen to me if you can. Again, I don't want you to be too distracted from whatever you're doing. But if you can have a keen ear in what I'm saying, please lend your ear to me for just this period of time. So that we can then begin to figure out. Some of you may feel and have expectations. And that could have started from the beginning of 2021 when we cross over into the new year. You had expectations on the family. You had expectations on yourself. You had expectation on yourself financially. You had expectation on yourself in terms of growing in weight and influence. There would have been a great level of expectation. And some of you may feel as if those expectations have not been met as of yet. But today with the word that I'm going to deliver to you, you would then begin to understand exactly what needs to happen next so that us as a family can grow fiercer and stronger in the call and will of God. Because I think with this season that comes, you know with every season, people change with seasons. And I think my heart cry as a leader is to make sure that everybody has the correct download so that they don't get shifted with the season that is coming. So I've been praying. I've been asking God, especially after Sunday, after Sunday's word, I felt like there's been a major shift in heart, body, soul, mind, emotions. There's been a shift I think God is preparing us for a second battle. This second battle is to prove that the first battle we engaged in with soul winning and, and, and sacrifice, it was not a fluke. It is to prove to, to ourselves first before we start proving anything to the world. It is proved to our, it's to prove to ourselves that the same fire that we were baptized in when we first answered the altar call, when we first fell in love with the word, 
is still the same fire we're using to engage in every situation and circumstance that rears its head against us. So today is an interesting day for me and I think it falls in perfect timing and some of you may know, some of you may know, my birthday is on the 17th of September, which is Friday. And some of you are celebrating your birthdays today and in this week. So I think this shift comes at a very specific time. In this month, Connect will also, um, it would also celebrate its eighth year. I need you to hear me so that you understand the timings and seasons of God. It will also celebrate its eighth year and in the prophetic dimension of the eighth is new beginning. So I understand very carefully that there is a new season coming upon the Connect and Family Capital. But in order for that new season to come, there needs to be midwives like PT was saying on Sunday. But what is it that the midwives and the, and the birthers and the fighters of this community need to understand? First of all, it is going to have to, I'm going to have to take you to how we actually progress our lives actually hinge on what we know and not what we have. When Paul, the apostle, began to pray for the church, there was never a prayer that he prayed in the apostolic dimension in which we're in. There was never a prayer that he prayed that prayed for the church to have. He always prayed that the church may know. So I understand that the seasons that we transform into and that we move into actually is dependent on what we know and not what we have. We can have these family houses, but it is only effective dependent on what the leader of these houses know. It is only dependent on what it is effective dependent on what the leaders of these houses of what is revealed to the leader of these houses. So I begin to realize that now it is a season for us to begin to know something. It is a season for us to begin to move in a certain dimension, but we can't move in that dimension and we can't bring that dimension in until we know. So every single time the apostolic dimension says, and we know, and we know, and we know because he knows every time a new level of knowledge is revealed, every time a new level of revelation is revealed, what happens is that everybody begins to climb and operate on a higher dimension. I'm going to show you this in more detail in a moment, but let's start from Proverbs chapter 29. Because it's vital to what we want to talk about in these few moments. So I know many people will be speculating and saying when Sam wants to come and address the connect and family capital, what does he want to say? But I don't want to say anything to address the past. I want to actually catapult us into a new season and make sure that everybody watching knows that you are not allowed to miss this season. In fact, let me tell you how mad it is. Until we all come to the knowledge in which God is trying to reveal to us, none of us are going to enter that season. 
we will enter it as a family. How do I know this? I will get there. Let me deal with Proverbs chapter 29, first of all, and then we will then get into that. So keep that in your mind until we all enter as a family. Until we all come to the knowledge as a family. None of us are entering into this season that is ahead of us. But what will God do if some, after hearing and hearing and hearing, do not achieve the attain the knowledge then guess what happens he then begins to sift them so that we can move forward read the scripture where there is no revelation uh-huh. people cast off restraint mm-hmm. but blessed is the one who heeds wisdom's instruction he says where there is no revelation people cast off restraint can I give you the first thing today um Connect on family capital, capital, what actually keeps us, our engine going, what actually keeps us alive, keeps us in the ring and staying fighting, is actually revelation. God's revelation light, when it is revealed, the word is revealed to us, the firepower stays intact. The firepower of soul winning. The firepower of financial increase stays intact. But he says where there is no revelation, the people cast off restraint. They no longer feel the fire burning and the passion they once felt for the things they engage in. Because it is not because they are outgrowing certain things. You know when they say, oh, we're tired of doing church. It's not true. Revelation has died. Where there is no revelation, people cast off restraint. What you will have are those who fit into structure well. And when they fit into structure, they will try their best to make sure that people are together. But that is not enough because if the fire of revelation is missing, people will cast off restraint. What keeps us in the, in the holes of leadership, what keeps us in the holes of restraining ourselves, what keeps us in the holes of giving, what keeps us in the holes of soul winning is revelation. What God reveals to us on a daily basis. So I was having a talk with a young lady and she was asking me, sir, I know this sounds like a silly question, but how do you study? And I asked, and I answered her and I said, let me tell you something. That is the most profitable question you can ask. Because what keeps my firepower intact is what is revealed to me. It is not what I have. It is what I know. So I hope you are following me, but I have to start on this level. Where there is no revelation, people cast off restraint. Do you have something for me? Go for it. Amplified Mm stuff. When there is no vision... Uh No revelation of God and his word. No revelation of God and his word. What is vision? The revelation of God and his word. Listen to me very carefully. How do you keep your firepower alive? The revelation of God and his word. Some of you are called and are called to the prayer world. I'm going to call it a world because the world of the prayer is a world on its own. It is a world that is able to develop other worlds. 
But you see what happens to people is that the fire of prayer dies out when there is no revelation of God and his word. So what they're living off is stale bread. They're living off an old bread that can no longer sustain them for the future world that God is creating. So it says where there is no vision, no revelation of God and his word, what happens? The people are unrestrained. The people cast off what was holding them before. The things that the Holy Ghost that used to speak to them and teach them, they cast it off because the revelation of God and his word has disappeared. I didn't say the, I didn't say the listening of SoundCloud has disappeared. I didn't say the listening or, or the reading of Bible has disappeared. I said the revelation of God and his word. Even though you can open your SoundCloud and listen to a word, the revelation of that word is not with you. Because there are things in your life that can now hinder. You see, there were certain restraints that you had that made the revelation flow freely. He said the, he said the, the response, oh my days, the response to lack of revelation is the cost off of restraint. The ability to live your life on your own terms. That is when you see that a person has cast off restraint. So it says to us that you don't need to know when a person is lacking in revelation. You will see it because the restraint will disappear. There's some that used to then be fervent in prayer, but that restraint goes because the, what happens? Revelation dies. Prayer does not birth revelation. Revelation births prayer. So what happens to people along the way is that their firepower is tackled because it is tampered with because no revelation of God in this dimension. There's no revelation of his word in this dimension. But what brought them this far was a revelation of his word. What actually started and founded certain businesses was the revelation of his word. So I was teaching some of the brothers just yesterday. I was teaching them and saying, imagine all the business meetings we've been to. None of them has produced money like the revelation of God's word has. None of them has produced new business ventures like the revelation of God's word has. So I've seen men who try to add different things to their businesses. They're trying this, they're trying that in order to increase finances. But they don't realize that the increase of finances actually came from the revelation of God's word. My financial dimension is actually dependent on how much revelation I now carry. Let me not go to you ahead of myself. He says, where there is no vision. Where there is no vision, mm. no revelation of God and his word. No Listen to that. No revelation of God. You know when you first, and I shared this with the, the, the guys that I met with yesterday. You know when you first answered an altar call. You know there was a revelation of God. But you see that revelation of God, it was never meant to stop there. It was actually meant to continue. So you see, the children of Israel would have a revelation of God in Egypt. He was going to be the one that would turn them into liberation fighters. They would actually wrestle for freedom from, from, of slavery from Egypt. This was going to be the dimension of God in which they would, which would be revealed to them. But then you see that dimension. Am I still on? That dimension would then change because there's also going to be a dimension of the revelation of God in uncertain times. 
Let me know. I'll wait. They can hear me. Okay. So there's going to be a revelation of God in uncertain times. And I'm going to get there today, but let me continue to stick with this. He says, where there is no vision, no revelation of God and his word. So the first thing I've come to announce to you is that if your firepower is going to be progressive, if, you're an, if, you're, if your finances is going to be progressive, the first thing that should never die is revelation. If your soul winning firepower is going to be progressive, the first thing that should never die is the revelation of God's word. So I realized that when revelation stops, everything around me stops. I'm capped to a certain financial level because revelation has stopped. I'm capped to a certain amount of souls because revelation has stopped. So what God says today is that if you want the firepower of, of soul winning and the firepower of finances, then guess what? Revelation must be fresh. It must, it must, you must actually go back and sit down with sound clouds until God reveals this season to you. Until God illuminates you. So remember what I say. Paul the apostle in the apostolic dimension never ever prayed for the church to have. He never prayed for the church to have wealth. He only prayed for them to know. Because if there's a revelation, then the firepower would push them into a new dimension. So who is this for? It is for the man or the woman who feels as if they've had expectation. But that expectation has not been met because they still feel as if they don't know what to do next let me tell you what's next revelation he said the revelation no revelation of god and his word the people are unrestrained uh -huh. but happy and blessed is he who keeps the law of god okay so i hope you're with me watch this Everything about our lives hinge on how intact our re revelation of God in this dimension is. I look at everything surrounding me on a daily basis and I have to begin to dis di discern, dissect, know what is the revelation? Where is God leading us to next? What is God doing with us as a family? Because if revelation of his word dies, then we die. So I told the young lady that how I study is simple. And I'll tell everybody online. So just in case you're watching me for the first time, like some of you are, it, it, it's simple. I, I listen. There's a catalog of sound clouds, right? And I listen to a SoundCloud, but I've got my scriptures, my Bible. Because let me tell you, go to Acts chapter 17 very quickly. Um, let me quickly establish this from the um, pages of God's word. So that we all have this as an understanding. I've established this before, but I need to establish this again so that you understand how God reveals his word. David was consistently praying for the revelation of God's word. How do I know a king stays as a king? How do I keep my kingship? How do I keep my crown? The revelation of God's word. How do I keep 
giving and my, and my giving grows the revelation of God's word. This is how it goes. So there's a revelation I want to bring to you today about the season that we're currently in. What will be the watchword of the Connect family? What will be the watchword of the family capital? What is the download that God is trying to bring to us? I'm going to bring that in a season, but let me teach you about study real quickly. Acts chapter 17, start from about verse 5. Go for it. But other Jews were jealous. Uh -huh. So they rounded up some bad characters from the marketplace, mm -hmm. formed a mob, and started a riot in the city. That's right. They rushed to Jason's house in search of Paul and Silas mm -hmm. in order to bring them out of the crowd. Yep. But when they did not find them, they dragged Jason and some other believers before the city officials. Next verse. And Jason had welcomed them into his house. Next verse. When they heard this, the crowd and the city officials were thrown into turmoil. Next verse. I'm trying to, I'm looking for something. The Berian Jews. As soon as it was night, the yeah. believers sent Paul and Silas away from Berean. Yeah. On arriving there, they went to the Jewish synagogue. Yeah. Now the Berean Jews were more were of more noble character than those in Thessalonica. Uh -huh. For they received the message with great eagerness. This is the start of study. Listen to this. He said, for the Berian Jews were of more noble character than those in Thessalonica, for they received the message with a certain character, great eagerness. This is the start of study. They received the message with great eagerness and... And examined the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. So, there was a message from Paul. There was a message from the man who sets God's order. Then they examined the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. So when you're studying, what you are actually doing is examining what has been delivered to you. So this is the way and the foundation of my own study. There is nothing we do that is outside of scripture. So if I pick up a SoundCloud from PT, then I carry scriptures to examine whether what PT is saying is true. If, you, if, you, if you're listening to me and the things I'm about to share with you today, you first of all have to pick up, the, you first of all take this message with great eagerness. And then you examine the scriptures every day to see if what your apostle is saying is true. You want to read something else? Amplified classics. Go for it. Now these Jews were better disposed and more noble than those in Thessalonica. Uh -huh. For they were entirely ready and accepted and welcomed the message mm -hmm. concerning the attainment through Christ of eternal salvation in the kingdom of God. Yeah. With the inclination of mind and eagerness, searching and examining the scriptures daily to see if these things were so. So what you're currently looking for is you're looking for a download. They're searching and examining the scriptures daily to see if these things were so. So they don't just go to, they don't just hear the word and say, wow, that was powerful. No, they're going to do more than that. They're, they're going to examine. They're going to incline their ears to what has been said to see if these things are so. So when you hear there is a great season of wealth, why can you be assured? Because when you now go into the scriptures, you examine. You examine to see if these things are so. And in the middle of examination, you receive a download. Can I tell you the issue? 
with the people in the when with the children of Israel, they received the download that the first the, they're no longer meant to be slaves. They received that. But you see, life is constantly trying to upgrade you. God actually constantly deals with software updates. So the software update you received last season cannot carry you in this season. Just the same way. Okay, I'm going ahead of myself. So let's finish this. Go for it. They found that the Jews of Bereria were of noble character and much open and much more open-minded than those of Thessalonica. Mm -hmm. They were hungry to learn and eagerly received the word. Yeah. Every day they opened the scrolls of scripture mm -hmm. to search and examine them to verify that what Paul taught them was true. Yeah. One more time, go for it again. They, they were found. They found. They found that the Jews of Beria mm -hmm. were of noble character. Yeah and much more open-minded than those of Thessalonica. Yeah. They were hungry to learn and eagerly received the word. Yep. Every day they opened the scrolls of scripture to search and examine them, to, rever to verify that what Paul taught was true. Imagine this. So did you see the characteristics here? They were hungry to learn and eagerly received the word. That is the foundation of study. Then... They examined the scriptures to see if the things Paul was saying were true. That's just to help somebody. That's to help somebody to know how to study. So if someone, if a leader in the connect is, is watching and someone is asking you, how do I study the word? This is the scripture. Acts chapter 17 from verse 10 to 11 to whatever. You tell them, look, it is hunger and eagerness to learn. Remember why this is important. You will never go past what you know. You will never. Even in the things of God. It's, uh, it's true in the world as well. Do you know that your next level is actually just waiting on you to receive certain information? I'm telling you. Wherever you currently are or are not, however you feel, it is because of what you do not know. So, what you do not know actually determines how you operate and what you know also determines how you operate so can I quickly share this I've got about maybe 30 minutes with you now so I've, let me quickly share this with you for the connect family and the family capital for me I can feel the temperature I can feel the atmosphere I can feel the season for some of you, for a long time, it could have been as if there is nothing that is happening, so you're trying to fight and make ways through. God continually tells us, and he says to us, we're not going further than what we know. We're not going to be able to slave away to make something happen. He says, until it is revealed that you are not pushing through to a new dimension. And I need to tell you that there was a family like this. There was a family in Egypt at the time. They were bound to slavery for 400 years. And then a generation came where Moses entered into the land of Egypt and began to create a new move of God. This move of God saw 3 million people exit from Egypt into uncertain times. You see, the thing about slavery is that slavery still made certain things certain. 
the thing about the structure of slavery is that you're still certain about certain things meaning you know when you're going to eat because you know it's food time at a certain time in the day you know when you're going to shower you know when you're going to you're going to be able to do certain things with your family so even inside of slavery you still have certain certainties but you see now Moses has come and he's come to deliver God's dimension remember that that he's coming to reveal to the children of Israel that they no longer have to be slaves just the same way Daniel in the time of Babylon understood by books that the time that the children of Israel had spent in slavery was over it was because of what he knew that it ended a certain time in the life of the children of Israel remember this guys what you know ends, ends and starts new seasons in your life it is always going to be revelation what I know what I download what I download determines how I operate so God is actually putting certain watchwords in our lives right now the first watchword is the revelation of his word so if you're in the connect of the family capital your highest dimension is the revelation of God's word in fact your highest commodity is the revelation of God's word but Daniel understood by books that the years that the children of Israel spent in captivity was over you're going to have to help me find that scripture because it's important I'm going to go between Daniel and the children of Israel in Egypt because both of them experienced slavery but if they're going to change dimensions if they're going to change timings it is because a revelation has come to somebody same way revelation came to Moses in the time of the children of Israel in slavery in Egypt. The most powerful nation at that time. The most powerful oppressive nation at that time was Egypt. But if they're going to receive salvation, it is going to be because of what they know. And Moses was going to deliver words. He wasn't going to deliver resources. Every time resources was going to come to the children of Israel, it was going to be because Moses spoke. There was a time when they were about to leave Egypt that Moses spoke and told them, go to your neighbor, go to the Egyptians and begin to tell them to give you what they have. Borrow articles of gold and silver from the Egyptians. But little did the Egyptians know that this borrowing of article and gold was actually going to be to build God's temple. But do you know today, and this is where I think we are now, as we enter into the eighth dimension of the connect and family capital. It is the, the new dimension is this. This is where we are now. You've been givers and you've been builders, but what is next? You've helped build to the eighth dimension. But what is the new dimension? What is the dimension coming over this family? Because now we're in a season of the eighth dimension of the connect and family capital. And I'm, can we read the Daniel quickly? But I'm now saying to you, the dimension is the revelation of God's word. Number one, there's another dimension still, but I need to get through this. Daniel chapter 9 or 10. And I, Daniel, understood by books. You know how I am when I, I, I've given you a bunch of scriptures, but I'm going to come up with the one that I never gave you. Go for it. In the first year of Darius, uh -huh. son of Xerxes, yeah. a Mede by descent. Listen to this because it's important. So they have to qualify the time. 
because time is about to change because of what Daniel knows. So remember this. You're never going to be able to slave into a new dimension. I, I can see, like, really, if I was to actually start naming you the people who this word is for, you'll be shocked. You will never slave into a new dimension. You will never put business ideas together into that new dimension. God is trying to tell you, remember how I put you in the dimension you are now. Some of you have businesses that can actually fund whatever level you are on now. But it didn't come because you are a great businessman or a great businesswoman. The revelation of God's word. The revelation of God's word carried you on eagle's wings. And it took you to the dimension you're currently operating in on now. If some of you have businesses and you have clients and you do this and you do that, it was the revelation of God's word that started it. So he says, in the first year of Darius, the son of Xerxes, go on. Who was made ruler over the Babylonian kingdom. Remember that the children of Israel right now are slaves in Babylon. And they've been there for a certain amount of years. But Daniel is about to proclaim something right now. What does he say? In the first year of his reign, uh -huh. I, Daniel, yep. understood by books. He understood by revelation. You're going to have to find that for me in a second. But he, said, but he said, he understood by books what? The number of the years specified by? By, by the word of the Lord. By the word of the Lord. My time is specified. My resources are specified. Everything is specified by the word of the Lord. Nation, family, and its timing is specified by the word of the Lord. So he said, I understood by, by the books the number of the years specified by the word of the Lord through Jeremiah the prophet. Through Jeremiah, through the apostolic order, through the prophetic order that that he would accomplish 70 years mm -hmm. in the desolations of Jerusalem. So he now began to realize, you're going to have to help me find the other translation, but he says, he now began to realize through revelation that the number of years specified, that the number of years that the children of Israel were meant to be in captivity was over. The number of years that you were meant to be in, the, in a certain financial realm is over. Now it's time for a new financial season. But how do we understand this? By books. By the download of God's word. So what I've come to deliver to you is your second watchword, which is software. Man does not upgrade by focusing on the hardware. He actually upgrades by focusing on his operating system. So I was beginning to give an example. You see, this is an iPhone, right? It's an iPhone 12. I think the iPhone 13 is about to be launched or has been launched. But this is an iPhone 12. You see this, right? If I think the latest iOS system is iOS 15. But you see, if this is operating on iOS 10, no matter how much it looks like the latest iPhone, it is still old because the operating system is old. So you see what people do? They spend time focusing on their hardware, trying to change the way they look and the amount of money they earn. But God says the things of the kingdom doesn't work like that. He says until you receive a download, you cannot upgrade in software. And if you cannot upgrade in software, you're not going to upgrade in anything else. Man is created to grow from the inside out, not the outside in. Have you found it? Go during, for it. During the first year of his reign, mm -hmm. I, Daniel, learned from reading the word of the Lord as revealed to Jeremiah the prophet. 
that Jerusalem must lie desolate for 70 years. Look who, who was the word revealed to? The word was revealed to Jeremiah, but was accessed by Daniel. Listen to this. So the word will be revealed to Pastor Toby, our apostle, but accessed by a generation. Do you understand this? So it says to us through the scriptures that there is a word hanging. The word of wealth will hang, but there will be a generation, a family that will access. So it is good that everybody can be going around doing what they need to do, but you see there's still a word hanging that needs to be accessed. He said, I, Daniel, learned through the, from the reading of the word of the Lord that as revealed to Jeremiah the prophet that Jerusalem, Jerusalem that must... must Jer that Jerusalem must lie desolate for 70 years. Uh-huh, then... Then I set my face toward the Lord uh -huh. to make request by prayer and supplication. After revelation, it's prayer, not before. It is always going to be before. I'm still coming to tell you what is the revelation of this season. But after revelation is prayer. So why do prayer lives die? Because revelation has died. Why do word lives die? Because, re because revelation has died. The way you used to see the word of God. The way God's insight was on your tent and your tabernacle. Is no longer there the way it was before. So guess what happens? Prayer dies. Word life dies. Revival dies in when revelation is scarce. Eyes dim. So if we're going to have the best legal and, and financial men around, why would it be? Because they, something has been revealed to them like it was revealed to Daniel. Daniel was a, he was a principality in Babylon. How did he get there? He had the revelation of God's word. So God sent me to actually declare to you that your rise is through revelation. Everything about your rising, everything that your rising hinges on is actually the word of the Lord being revealed to you. There are some things about giving that was revealed to you and, and it is what shot you into the new dimension that your life is in now. But he says, you see, the old season revelation cannot bring you into the new season. There is something else that I now need to reveal to you. And I now began to realize why the children of Israel were in the wilderness for, oh my days. They were in the wilderness for 40 years. Remember the thing that the journey they embarked on was just a 40 day journey. But in the wilderness they were having software issues. These guys, were, God was not able to complete downloads in their lives. They were not available for God to download what he needed to so that they can move to the next level. And I need to show you this. So look at this from Exodus chapter um, 12, I think. God was not available. I mean, they were not available for God to complete download. You know, there was a time where God was speaking with Moses and he said that he could not. He could not take the children of Israel into the land that he wanted to show them. I'm looking... Let me, I think it's Exodus chapter 12 that you need to look for. He's, he led them by a pillar of cloud. I'm coming to iCloud now. Because the, you, need to, you need to actually stay with me through this word. Because it is actually the word to take you as a connect and family capital to your next season. Listen to this. He says, he, he says look, he said to them that he led them through a pillar of cloud by day. So I discovered 
that the children of Israel understood the first revelation which was the freedom from Egypt but you know where people usually get stuck is when it is the time for downloads in uncertain times every time we enter into the place of uncertainty people usually wander in that place for years because they don't know what God is going to do next so let's look at what it says about the cloud let's read it from verse 18 so, mm -hmm. so God led the people around by the desert road toward the Red Sea yeah. the Israelites went up out of Egypt ready for battle Most go, go, read that again so God led the people around by the desert road toward the Red Sea. The Israelites went up out of Egypt ready for battle. Listen to this. The Israelites went up out of Egypt ready for battle. That's what they thought they were at least. But God wasn't interested in the battle of physical hands. When you now talk about the fight, because we spoke about fight and the second battle that is about to hit, the second battle of soul winning, the second battle of giving that is about to hit, we're speaking about the second battle now. We have to first of all realize that the battle is not conflict between you and your neighbor. It's far from. There's another battle that God is about to make you engage in. Read verse 19. Moses took the bones of Joseph uh -huh. with him because Joseph had made the Israelites swear an oath. Yeah. He had said... God will surely come to your aid. Yeah. And then you must carry my bones up with you from this place. Go for it. After leaving Sukkoth, they camped at Ephraim yeah. on the edge of the desert. Now, now you're beginning to see the journey of the children of Israel. You're going to see how they were liberated from slavery and how they came up ready for battle. These guys were ready. These were slaves turned warriors. I need you to understand this because I need you to also realize the system that you've been plucked out from. You are slaves turned warriors. The system had every intention to make us slaves of it. But God pulled us out. And that was the first dimension. But what is the eighth dimension? Look at what he says in verse 21. By day, yeah. the Lord went ahead of them in a pillar of cloud. Look at this. Every time you go through scriptures, you're going to see the word cloud. This is not sky, by the way, guys. This is different from sky because when you hear cloud, you will automatically think sky. No, this is a operating system. He said he led them by day by an eye cloud. You see, when you look at this phone and you see, this is why the world, I think some of the world people are born again, you know. I'm sorry. He led them by an operating software to guide them where? On their way. I'm coming to show you why the cloud is an operating system shortly. It, there was a cloud that actually made, it actually led them and showed them the way to go. Without that cloud, these guys are not going to be able to move. So he said, by the day the Lord went ahead of them in a pillar of cloud to guide them, yes? On their way. And? And by night yeah. in a pillar of fire to give them light. So there are two components that are actually together. The cloud never disappears. It's just at night they could not see the cloud. They only just saw the fire. So what did I say? How do you keep your fire power intact? By knowing this one thing. God is not interested in how your hardware is kept. God is not interested in how you look. He's interested in this. He's interested in the software that is currently operating in your life. So many times the software of offense is operating and that actually causes the cloud to not be able to lift. And if the cloud doesn't lift, you can't move. 
there was the whole building of the tabernacle. So you look at the Connect family today, over the last eight years, we're coming into the eighth season and over the last eight years, you've, you've built, you've done giving. You remember we used to give from 25 pounds a week. Now we give on thousand pounds a month level. There's been a building, but God says after the building of the tabernacle, there's still something. And we're not complete in the building, but there's a building process that has started. By day, the Lord went ahead and, and he went ahead in a pillar of cloud. I've still got to qualify this cloud situation. And good news is I have more time to qualify it. So over the next, I'm, I'm going to preach and I'm going to act like this is not a Wednesday afternoon. I'm just going to preach it. And then over the next few days, you're going to have to dissect this. Remember, God is not interested in how you keep your hardware. God is interested in how you keep your software. Many people make their life about their hardware. So now you're, you're trying to keep up in a beauty contest that is never ending. Does that mean don't look beautiful? You should look as beautiful as you like, but you should only do that on the basis of your hospital operation system or your operating system being intact. Remember, I've given you watchwords. The first watchword was the revelation of God's word. That is the highest commodity. The number two commodity is software. I'm still, coming to, I'm still coming to the dimension of connect and family capital. The one word that is going to define and characterize our whole new season. But I'm taking you through qualifying periods. So he said by day, the Lord went ahead of them in a pillar of cloud. Yeah, To guide them on yeah. their way. Mm -hmm. And by night, in a pillar of fire, to give them light. Yeah. So that they... So that they could travel by day or night. So the children of Israel were traveling by a cloud. So do you see when I said to you the issue that the children of Israel was having in the, in the wilderness was not an issue to do with the fact that they didn't know where their location was. God had promised to take them to a land that he wanted to show them. But you see the issue was that they were having software upgrade issues. They had left slavery and now they're in between where they used to be slaves and the place that God wants to take them to, nation taking. They're in uncertainty now. They're in, we don't know what will happen tomorrow times. And every time people don't know what they happen, will happen tomorrow, they try to use today to secure their tomorrow. But God says, I don't need you to secure your tomorrow, I just need you to upgrade. He said, if you can upgrade this software, how do you upgrade software? I'm coming. Because it is simply just by completing a download. What the cloud does is the cloud comes to rest over these guys. It comes to rest. And I hope you know that this cloud does not just exist in the children of Israel. Because someone might be saying, well, this is Old Testament. But it's not. This cloud has followed us through the old into the new. It followed us through Moses into, jo uh, into Jesus, through Jesus, into the Paul the Apostle, to John the Revelator. This cloud followed us. It is the cloud that delivers the download to people so that they know what dimension they're in. This cloud is not just a cloud in the sky. It is actually called the clouds of heaven. This cloud cannot actually be, it cannot actually be be compared to by the cloud of, of, of the skies. When you go into the clouds of the skies, the clouds of the skies actually provide um, unclarity or non-clarity, but this cloud provides clarity. 
When you see clouds, it's usually defined by its grayness. But this cloud defines clarity. It, it brings clarity because it downloads something in men and women who are able to allow the cloud to settle on them for a while. So when you ever you feel stuck, whenever you feel like you don't know what's next, whenever you feel confused, you're supposed to allow the cloud to settle over your life. Because it is the cloud that, that determines how you travel. It is the cloud that determines your dimension. It is the cloud that determines your season. But let me not just talk. Exodus chapter 40. Remember that the cloud was what enabled these children of Israel to travel. If we're going to shoot into the next dimension as the nation family, as the connect family, as, as the family capital, guess what it's going to be? The cloud. So as well as there's an iCloud for this phone, there's also an iCloud for my life. In fact, I call it the me cloud. There's a cloud resting over Sam. And this cloud comes to bring a download because if Sam is going to enter into the new dimension of wealth, so within given that he needs to enter into, guess what? It's going to be downloaded by the cloud. If Sam is going to keep his firepower intact, guess what? That firepower exists in the cloud. Are you still with me? Go for it. Exodus chapter 40 from verse 35. Then the cloud covered the tent of meeting. Look at this. I wish I could have started earlier because it actually talks about the, the building of the tabernacle. And then finally they had built the tabernacle. But then it starts from here. It says 34. Then, then the cloud covered the tent of meeting. So now they've built to a stage. Now the introduction of the cloud. So before the cloud was just leading them to a place where they can build. So whatever brought you into the nation family was just a cloud leading you to where you can build. But then after you've built to a certain stage, some of you, I know it, you don't have to tell me, some of you then feel stuck. So then you start focusing on your own life. But he says, no, 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 no. Then the cloud covered the tent. You see when the cloud covers the tent, something is about to happen because inside of the cloud, the cloud is what you meet before you meet God's weight and influence. The cloud is what you meet before you meet God's heaviness, before he brings in the glory, it's the cloud. A cloud comes to give you a download. Look at this. So he said, the cloud covered the tent of meeting and... And the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And then glory filled the tabernacle so did you see what i said the cloud comes before the weight and the influence comes because the cloud comes to deliver something you need to know so he says then the cloud covered the tent of meeting and the glory of the lord filled the tabernacle but there's something that happened when the cloud covers go for it moses could not enter the tent of meeting uh -huh. because the cloud had settled so on he it. said there's somewhere where the apostolic dimension can't push you forward he said that there's somewhere where the apostolic dimension has preached the word, but you see, until you receive the revelation that the cloud, the cloud has brought, you cannot move. Because even apostles cannot enter that place. Even the apostolic dimension cannot enter. And you know when you want your pastor to pray for you to be blessed? He says, yes, I pray for you to be blessed, but now it's between you and the cloud because the cloud has settled on it. And, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. So can I tell you something? Glory, first of all, comes to stop you, not to move you. <laughs> oh. 
You know when you first of all hear glory, you first of all think, well, that's, that's me, God. I'm going to move to a next level. The first thing that glory comes to do is actually to stop you. It is stop you and for it to be able to download certain things to you. So, But let me not speak too much. Watch this. So the cloud is settled, yeah? In all the travels of the Israelites. Remember what I said. The cloud is responsible for what? Traveling. So if you feel as if you're stuck in a place. If you feel as if you've been circling certain seasons for time. Let me tell you something. The cloud has settled. I noticed the issue with the children of Israel. Why did they spend 40 years in the wilderness, in uncertainty? They spent 40 years to the point where God realized that these issues are never going to be solved. So he had to kill all the first generation. He said, these guys operating system cannot upgrade. So in all the travels of the Israelites, whenever what happened? Whenever the cloud lifted from above uh-huh. the tabernacle, yep. they would set out. Did you see that? Anytime the cloud lifted from above the tabernacle, they would set out, meaning they could move. I need you to understand this because if you don't understand this, you won't understand your life. There is something responsible for keeping you where you are. If you feel as if you've been trying, you've been trying, you've trying, but you're not moving into that new financial level, trust me, there's something responsible. There's a download that you haven't completed. And I personally think that we're actually this close to completing a download. We're almost there. And that's why I, over the last few days, I've just been feeling a rush, a rush, a rush, a rush of words. A rush of words. Why? Download. Whenever the cloud lifted from above the tabernacle, they would set out, yes? But if the cloud did not lift... But if the cloud did not lift, remember what the cloud is responsible for. Responsible for traveling and also responsible for the download so that the software can upgrade. So he said, but if the cloud did not lift, they did what? They did not set out. Until? The day it lifted. Until the day it lifted. You cannot move until the day it lifts. So, I, I, I love this. You know why? Because you don't have to just listen to what I'm saying. Think about your lives. Think about how much you desire to do for God. Think about how much you desire to do for yourselves and for your family. But can you? Even no matter how hard you try, no matter how hard you want to push certain boundaries, guess what he's saying to us today? If the cloud does not lift, if the download is not complete, the cloud is not lifting. And if it doesn't lift, you're not moving to the next dimension. The cloud is responsible for how you travel. Okay, let's settle this issue of the cloud so that we can move on. Matthew chapter 17 shows us that this cloud follows us into the dispensation of Jesus. Remember, look at this. The highest revelation that the apostles in the apostolic dimension will get is a message. I've got to show you two scriptures. So we're going to Matthew chapter 17 and then 2 Peter chapter 1. Again, I'm preaching this as if there's no time for then you to go and dissect this back on SoundCloud 
so that you can understand the dimension personally of the connect and family capital. And you see, all of this thing that I'm doing is to take you to one place. And I, I'm not even nowhere near there yet. Go for it. From verse 4, sir. Uh-huh. Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. Mm-hmm. If you wish, I will put up three shelters. One for you. Start from verse 1 so that we understand. After six days, Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John. Yeah. And led them up a high mountain by themselves. Yeah. There he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun and his clothes became as white as the light. Just then there appeared before them Moses and Elijah talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. Mm -hmm. If you wish, I will put up three shelters. One for you, one for Moses and one for Elijah. Look at this. Jesus has taken his disciples up to a mountain right at the time he takes them up to the mountain peter starts talking his stuff man he's just like yeah we'll start putting up shelters he's always talking some stuff but what happens next is what i actually realize oh wow anytime there's going to be a revelation you gotta anyway read it and you'll see while he was still speaking, uh-huh. a bright cloud covered them. Look at this. Whilst Peter was still speaking, a bright cloud covered them. You see, because we don't take time in scriptures, we would just think this is cloud, sky. Uh-uh. There's something called the cloud of heaven. He said, while he was still speaking, a bright cloud covered them and... And a voice from the cloud. A voice from the cloud. Now there's going to be a download. A voice from the cloud said... This is my son, Uh whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. That's what the voice from the cloud said. What does it say the next verse? When the disciples heard this, they fell face down to the ground, terrified. Cool. Now, go to 2 Peter chapter 1, around verse 18. I want to show you something. Because you would feel as if that's just an encounter. That was the encounter that would characterize who they would all become. It is the encounter that resonated because it is the cloud that leads them. It is the download that actually transformed Peter, James, and John on that mountain. That's why Jesus took them there so that they can upgrade their software. Before then, the the dimension of son that they had known would have been Moses. But now the new dimension of son became Jesus because the cloud had covered them and he told them that this is my beloved son. He gave them a revelation. He downloaded into them a new operating system. But watch how this operating system works. 2 Peter 1. We ourselves Uh, heard this voice that came from heaven when we were with him on the sacred mountain. I thought it came from the cloud. He said, we ourselves heard this voice that came from heaven when we were with him where? On the sacred mountain. So you remember the mountain that Jesus took them up to? He took them up to the mountain. And on that mountain, a cloud covered them. But the cloud is the operating system of heaven here on earth. Your download. 
So what governs your life here on earth? Revelation. What is heaven here on earth for you? The revelation of God's will. If the revelation of God's will is missing from your life, if the revelation of God's will is missing from the connect, if the revelation of God's will is missing from family capital, then guess what happens? Everything dies. He said, we ourselves heard this voice that came from heaven when we were with him on the sacred mountain saying what? We also have the prophetic message uh -huh. as something completely reliable. Mm. And you will do well to pay attention to it. Yeah. As to a light shining in a dark place. What did it become? He said, what was the prophetic message? This is my beloved son. Imagine that revelation is what is going to change the lives of Peter, James and John that day. What is going to make Peter the apostle he is today is that he says he also has the prophetic message. He doesn't have a bank account. He doesn't have the greatest car. But whatever is going to produce that is his operation system. It is not going to be the fact that he desires to come up in life. You know, we say the come up, the come up, the come up, the come up. We come up on the message. He said, we also have, my possession is the prophetic message that I have, the download I received. He said, we also have the prophetic message as something completely reliable. I can't rely on the money that I earn. I have to rely on the message. So I told one of the brothers yesterday when he was saying, well, with all this money that you're earning now or you're, you're making in whatever way you're making it, he said, what is next? I said, I'm telling you the truth. The message will reveal to us what is next. Because all we have is not the money and not the business. We have the message. So he said, we also have this prophetic message as something completely reliable and... And you will do well to pay attention to it. Mm -hmm. As to a light shining in a dark place. Uh -huh. Until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your heart. Did you see the operating system? He says, I pay attention to revelation until... As, a, as to a light shining in a dark place until the day dawns. What does the day dawn mean? Until the cloud lifts. So let me settle down quickly. Let me tell you. It will be the highest level of deceit to keep trying, 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 trying and you know nothing's working and you don't actually retrace your steps. And see where you, where you compromised your firepower. To see where you compromised the firepower of prayer. The firepower of the word. The firepower of giving. Where you keep constantly compromising it in the name of trying to build something. In the name of trying to build your business. You don't know that the revelation is what builds your business. The revelation of God's word, I've shown you from Daniel to the children of Israel that there's a, there's a cloud. There's an operating system. That if that operating system updates and upgrades, then guess what happens from there? You upgrade financially. You upgrade in your level of influence. You upgrade. And I, I actually don't have to just say this by talk. My life has been that. Every time, we've operate, every time we've upgraded in operation, operational system, everything around us upgrades. 
I was also telling them because the truth of the matter is you're only going to get linear growth. Exponential growth comes through revelation. Exponential. You know when you go from 500 to 20K? That's exponential. You know when you go from sowing 1K to 100K? That's exponential growth. That comes through the revelation of God's word. And God continually tells us that we will not go past what we know. We can never... He said the knowledge of God is what delivers the next phase to us. So Paul began to speak in the apostolic chapters. And he began to teach us that he actually says he counts everything he gains as loss. So that he may receive the knowledge of Christ. It, it, Peter tells us that he has this prophetic download. He has this prophetic download that causes him to travel into dimensions that he has never traveled in before. What is going to cause some of you to travel into multi-million dimension? A download. A software upgrade. But what is the download that God is trying to complete right now? Let me, before I get there, let me take you to the characteristic of Paul, the apostle. Then I'm going to come to finally to the download that God is trying to complete in the connect and family capital. What is the eighth dimension of the connect and family capital as we move into the eighth year anniversary? What is that dimension going to be? I'm going to reveal it in just a moment, but I've still got to take you through download. How do you operate? How do you upgrade the software system? So many of you have picked up voices, the voice of a man that that God has refused to bless. God, the voice of a woman that God refuses to allow the weight of glory to even rest upon. You've picked up voices, opinions around you that, um, that God is not resting on. And God says to us today that I can't complete downloads. And if I can't complete downloads, Sam, then I can't upgrade your family. I can't upgrade the Connect family. I can't upgrade the, the family capital. So no matter how great you look on paper, if the software is not great, then we're not going anywhere. You know, this, it was a software issue. When you talk about David and Eliab and his brothers, there were seven brothers who looked good on paper their hardware was intact they were wearing the uniform of Saul's army but you see God said I do not look at the external hardware but I looked at the software it was the eighth brother David it was the eighth brother David that had the software that God was looking for he had the operating system the iOS that God was looking for so God is not interested in the hardware. He's, and many times our lives are actually run by what we want, what we desire, where we want to live, how we want to be seen, how we want to be interpreted. Isn't that the whole world of social media right now? You want to look like what you're not. But God says, what I'm doing with the family is I'm making you look like what you are. So there are things that he is desperate to add to you, but he knows that it's a software issue. That was the issue of the children of Israel. They were so close to, to the land that God had promised them, but yet so far because of them. Every season that you're about to birth is actually birthed by what you know. So even though we're going to pray, it, prayer does not determine us entering into that season. It is actually the revelation that does. It is a season of wealth. A season of right souls with skill ahead of us. The spirit holding and, in, and allocating certain amount of souls to the connect family. 
But he's saying to us today that I can't release it until a download is complete. Look at the Apostle Paul in Philippians chapter 3. Go for it. No, not Philippians 1, Philippians 3. Indeed, I count everything as a loss yeah. because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Did Lord. Did you see what he said there? He said, I count everything as a loss. It is not the fact that he's going to lose. It is the fact that he's going to gain. Because the real gain is knowledge, not what you have. He said, I count everything as a loss so that what? Go on, for the surpassing worth. For the surpassing worth, mm. knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. Of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. So? For his sake, mm. I have suffered the loss of all things uh -huh. and count them as rubbish. Yeah. In order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own mm. that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ. Did the you see this? So he said, I count everything as a loss. So that I may gain. So there's gain. But the gain is through loss still. So you see, until you're able to count what you've built as loss. Until we are able to count the stage that we've come to. You know, of course, we recount for testimony's sake and to show those who are just joining the family. I know many people are just joining the family. We, to show those who are just joining the family how far we've come. But even the things we've done, we must count as a loss so that we can gain. So we can be proud of the exploits of two days ago. But we also have to count that as loss so that we may gain. So he said, I count it as a loss so that I may gain Christ. Yeah, go on. So that I may, so that I may gain Christ and be found in him. Not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ. The righteousness from God that depends on faith. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. Indeed, I count everything as a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. Did you see that? He said... I count everything of as a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. Not that I have attained, but I keep pressing on. Pressing what? On into what? Knowledge. So, what is it that, that the download is? trying to force into us now can I just come out and tell you it's trying to force love not force love but the download that is trying to complete is love in this season in the eighth dimension the download that God is trying to complete with the connect family and the family capital is love you know, I know this is, I can say it on a wider scale, nation, family, etc. But I'm saying it on directly to you as individuals. He's trying to complete love. He's trying to get you to understand the dimensions of love. So, as I begin to round up this 
section. I'm going to still read some few more scriptures to you. And then wherever you are, if you can join me, we're going to spend just five minutes praying and interceding. We're going to push because now the download is almost complete. It's the download of love. And can I be sincere with you? Let me be sincere. We're on a private, it's a private link, right? Let me be sincere with you. Now, everything, especially those who have been around for a while, everything is open to you. You're being exposed to life, enjoyment. Duh, 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 duh. Now, it's time to teach love. You know why? Because if you operate in this dimension, it is going to be more expensive for you. And therefore, the price that you would have paid would have been more. So take me to 1 John. And let me start to show you from scriptures what exactly is the next dimension the and I hope at this point is when you're listening to me the most I've taken you through a journey of watchwords I've taken you through the revelation of God's word I've taken you through software right so now my next one is going to be and the highest one is going to be love the download that God is trying to complete in the eighth dimension for the connect family is love what is going to stop us from financially being blessed if our love doesn't grow? If our love level doesn't grow, our compassion for souls doesn't grow. Our compassion for sacrifice doesn't grow because at the found look, the foundational of transactional the foundation of transactional power is love. You want to transact in a financial realm. If you're going to be able to, the, your love has to be complete. So let's look at the, the revelator. Why did John have so much revelation? Love. So what is more powerful than prayer life? Love. In fact, love determines that when you open up your mouth to pray, when you begin to open your mouth to speak the word, or begin to open up your mouth to speak to God, already downloads happen because there's so much love oozing from you. Love has no space for complaint. Love, can I? Oh, I'm going to go ahead of myself. I'm, I'm, I, Because you know, I've now clocked this. That's the download. That's the download that God was is saying, until this, I find this here, Sam. Until I find this amongst these guys. Yes, you can pray, Lord, bless, bless this, da, 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 da. lift this one, lift that one. Da, da, da. Yes, you can pray that, but until I find this. So let's look at love. And let's then, let me then be able to talk freely. So go for it. In verse 11, sir. Go for it. For this is the message you heard from the beginning. Okay. We should love one another. Every time you hear a message now, this is the download you heard from the beginning. We should do what? Love one another. Now, love is not kindness, guys. You say, oh, I just love my sisters and my brothers. It's not giving someone a hug. That's not love. Can I tell you what love actually is? Love is ability to pay price. 
For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. But let me not talk about it. Go for it. Do not be like Cain, mm. who belonged to the evil one and murdered his brother. Oh, this is, oh, this is a whole message on itself. He said, do not be like Cain. You know, there's a few verses in the scriptures where it says, do not be like. It says, do not be like Esau. He says, do not be like Cain. It's always a brother situation. Do not be like, or, and then, it's, and then it tells you to remember Lot's wife. Who instead of following the pillar of cloud became a pillar of salt. So he said, do not be like Cain who belonged to the evil one and murdered his brother. And why did he murder him? Because? Because his own actions were evil. Because of his actions. If we was to say the opposite of hate is love, right? But both are actually, you actually know people who love by their actions. Not by what they pro profess. Not by their hugs. But it's actually, he said, because his own action was evil, but Cain gave. Cain brought an offering. But it still says that his own actions were evil, but his brothers were what? Were righteous. So there was something that was this, creating a demarcation between Cain and his brother. Because they both did the same thing. They both brought an offering. But one was looked upon with favor and the other was looked upon with disgust. There was an operating system inside of Abel that was different from Cain's operating system. There was a download that Abel had that Cain did not have. And he says, why did he murder him? Because his own actions were evil and his brothers were righteous. But if verse 13 says, Do not be surprised, my brothers and sisters, uh -huh. if the world hates so you. So the world hates you. But, go on. We know that we have passed from death to life. Listen to this. We know that we have passed. Remember travel, right? We know that we have passed from death to life. Why? Because we love each other. Because we love each other. So how do we know when we've entered into a new dimension of life? Love. Anyone who does not love remains in what? In death. So you know, the, you know what I said to some of the leaders yesterday? I said to them that don't be afraid to cut off dead wood. Because the only way you are going to dead wood means people whose actions are evil. What is the action of evil? Anyway, we'll get there. Because we love each other. Anyone who does not love remains in death. Go for it. Anyone who hates a brother or sister is a murderer. Oh my days. So anyone who hates a brother or sister. You know, when things, trust me, I believe in groups. But it says anyone who gets, who says I'm with them but I'm not with this. It says that person is a murderer. I've learned. Look, let me tell you what I've had to learn. I've had to learn those who are not the way I want them to be but I still love them. I'm still ready to sacrifice for them. I'm still their leader 110%. I will still vouch for them. I will still speak up for them. Because those who hate their brother or their sister is what? They're a murderer. How do you hate? It is not, oh my days, a non-giver. is an, It's an evil action. 
That's not me saying it. It's remember what demarcated Cain from Abel was actually offered. Said one of the actions were evil. But he said, and you know that no murderer has eternal life residing in him. So do you remember I said the foundation to transactional power? Let me qualify transactional power now. You see transactional power, it is ability to know that there is a prosperity for you in the realm of the spirit or in a different realm and you're able to pass it from death to life. You're able to pass it from the unseen realm into the seen realm. How do you take things from the unseen realm into the seen realm? You need transactional power. But that's love. So can I tell you something about love? You know when you talk about how do we love God? You know when you say you have a love for God? You know who actually measures that for you? you know, let me tell you what measures that for you. When people offend you. You see when people offend you. It is actually the measuring point. To test whether you really love God. Offense is humanly right. It's like it's, it's, there are legitimate reasons for you to be offended. But even in those legitimate reasons, because of your love for God, you refuse to be offended. So he says here that anyone who hates a brother or sister is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life residing in him. You want to read something? TPT, sir. Go for it. The beautiful message you've heard right from the start uh -huh. is that we should walk in self-sacrificing love towards one another. Look at that. So it, it, it means that the, the, you have to sacrifice a level of self-interest. He said we should walk in self-sacrificing love toward one another. It, it, I, I can't begin to qualify this because... Um, automatically when you hear love, you hear care. That's what you hear. I'm not talking about care. I'm talking about self-sacrificing love, price paid. He talks here and he says we should walk in self-sacrificing love toward one another, yes? We should not be like Cain, uh? who yielded to the evil one uh? and brutally murdered his own brother Abel. Uh -huh. And why did he murder him? Yeah. Because his own actions were evil yeah. and his brothers were righteous. Go for it. So don't be shocked, beloved brothers and sisters, if you experience the world's hatred. Yeah. Yet we can be assured that we have been translated uh, from spiritual uh, death yeah. into spiritual life. We but have been translated from an unseen death into a seen life because we love the because we love the family of believers because we love the family so everything around us has always been the family because we love the family of believers and remember before you say you love the family of believers remember that love is not care guys Love is means what means what it means when I love the family of believers, it means I'm paying the same price as my brother. It means that the price my brother is playing, meaning if I'm if we're having a service and we're all commissioned to soul win, love determined tells me that comes to tell me that we're all soul winning together, we're all paying the same price. When we, when we know that there is, let's say, prayer on a Monday, for example, we all come to make the same sacrifice to intercede for our nation. 
It says a, from spiritual death into spiritual life because we love the family of believers. A loveless life remains spiritually dead. A loveless life remains spiritually dead. Give me another translation before we go Message. into messenger. The way we know we've been transferred from death to life uh -huh. is that we love our brothers and sisters. Uh -huh. Anyone who doesn't love yeah. is as good as dead. Do you see the word transfer there? So you want to be transferred into a new season. It says that our love needs to grow. Love grows. Your, your, the way you respond to those who offend you. Listen to this. It's so vital. You see, what God is trying to teach us as a family from your leadership all the way down to those who are just joining is that there's a love life you need to carry. So, I actually rejoice when I see people carry out offensive actions because that offensive action came to teach the leader love. It didn't come to... So if you're offended with your brother and sister, look, what he's actually trying to teach you is love. That's why offenses exist. Offense exists so that you can learn love. You can't just care for your brother as long as he's not offending you because that means you don't have love. Love is a price paid for God so loved the world that he gave. He, Jesus was the price that God paid for the world. So he says we love our brothers and sisters. Anyone who doesn't love is as good as dead. Let's move on so that we can really establish what love is. Verse 16. Mm -hmm. this 15 is first. This is 14, so 15. Anyone who hates a brother or sister yeah. is a murderer. Mm -hmm. And you know that no one... No murderer has eternal life residing in yeah. This is how we know what love is. Okay, now we are here. This is how we know what love is. That what? Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. Full stop. What is the Connect Family and Family Capital new season? Laid down lives. And I know already it's going to be, okay, but peace, Sam, we've been, uh-uh, look, now we're about to start. You know what I needed some of you to do is experience life a bit. Experience, da -da -da -da, yeah, like experience life, try to prosper a little bit, all of those kind of things. It's just so that you know that there is something called roadblock. So that you know that there's something called obstacle. Now that you know that there's something called roadblock and obstacle, now we talk laid down life. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ paid a price for us. That's, that's my translation. Jesus Christ paid. So if there's this dimension that is going to bring in, so I see there's a culture that you can pick up which is the culture of leadership and people start to serve you but now I'm going to be looking intensely at leaders and saying how are you serving this person? How are you serving? Before anybody carries a, an early ticket to a service I'm going to be looking and saying what time did the leader arrive? How do you jump from just from not being there and setting up and ushering people in? That we never outgrow those things. What time did the leader arrive before you start talking about what time the people arrive? Because 
I'm looking and saying, Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. He didn't come to be, that's going to be a bit. He laid down his life for us. And we, and we ought to lay down our lives yeah. for our brothers and sisters. So the final and the highest watchword today is laid down lives. In giving, laid down lives. The next three months are going to be the highest sacrificial months. And trust me, Connect, you've done very well. Trust me, Family Capital, you've done very well. But you see, let me tell you, these next few months are going to be the most laid down it has been. You know why? It's birthing season. When you birth, you lay down. And at the time in which you're laying down, there is a midwife over you telling you to push. So the level of sacrifice is going to another level. Why? Because of the season we're in. It is the season of laid down life. 50 cents said get down or lay down. I'm just saying lay down. Don't worry about get down. Just lay down. Lay down lives and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. You want to read something? Yes, sir. Go. We know what true love looks like mm. because of Jesus. Yeah. He gave his life for us yeah. and caused us to give our lives for our brothers so and sisters. So can I quickly tell you something? Lay it down, guys. That offense, lay it down. Whoever you're fighting, lay it down. It's time to lay all things aside. Lay everything down because the cloud cannot complete the download. And if the cloud does not complete the download, we cannot set out. We cannot set out on the new journey of soul winning that is ahead of us. We cannot set out into the new financial realm that is ahead of us. So if there is a brother or a sister fighting among you, you've got to tell them to lay it down. If there's a brother or sister offended among you, you've got to tell them to lay it down. Everything must be a laid down lives. So he said, what was you reading? Sorry, I had to just quickly say that because I felt the spirit prompt me to say that. Go for it. Voice sir. Mm -hmm. We know what true love looks like yeah. because of Jesus. Mm. He gave his life for us yeah. and he calls us to give our lives for our brothers he and sisters. He calls us to give our lives to pay price. So how do you, look, when I told you, when I first of all focus on the leaders and I say to the leaders, look, if you can, if you can set a trend, if you can, if service starts at 12 and you're there by 10.30 and you're managing and you're doing your thing and, you, you're, and you're making sure that things are in order and you're helping the ushers or you're helping this or you're helping that and you're actively involved in the setting up and arranging of certain things let me tell you something it wouldn't be a minute before you realize how you translated into your own season that is the birthing characteristic that's how you birth because if you don't have that you are not going to translate people will fly you by there's no way you're going to watch and if you especially if you've never had that season before if you never had that season, you're not going to watch others under you do it and you are going to be promoted above them. Never. They will, if there are men and women laying down their lives and you're just the one ordering them around and you've never laid down your own life, you've never had to wake up in the morning and go and serve. You never. Age doesn't mean that you will prosper, my friend. If I look at the leaders from Pastor Sharjah to Pastor Abbott to a few others, I, there was a time I told Pastor Abbott to go and join the cleaning team. 
down lives and God still says we have to continue in that pattern we have to continue in that in that in that mode because if we don't then guess what revelation dies because download is not complete what is the download God is trying to download now the download of love so lay that offense aside remember the presence the presence of offense is to teach you love I'll, and it's not that one where you say well you know what they said that we should love you so I just love you not that one because I know people do that they say, oh. you know someone offends you say no no, I'm not talking that. I'm talking when you realize that you need to rise beyond. You need to rise beyond a certain realm where actually people cannot, where you see the offense of people as too cheap to, 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 to sacrifice the love you have for God. When you see the actions and behaviors of others as too too cheap to sacrifice what you've got going on in your service and love life with God. When you know that your love for your brother is stronger than what actions he commits to you. Be not because of my days. Not because of a, not because of, of the fact that you're trying but you've now received a download. Your operating system has been upgraded. You no longer see offense the way you used to see offense. You no longer watch the tone of how somebody is talking to you anymore because you don't care sincerely. You don't know, you're, you're so naive that people can take advantage of you and you don't care because there's a love, an operating system called love on the inside of you. There's something burning on the inside of you deeper. That is how to keep your firepower intact. Some of you know that offense has dealt with you. It's finished you. You can't pray anymore. Whenever seed time is, what happens to us is that we lay down our lives. At that point, it is not about what Sam wants or what um, um, Pastor Shadia wants or what any leader wants. It's now about what it takes in order to hit target. Because we see the target and we lay down our lives for it. That is how we express the dimension called love. So I was looking through scriptures and I was saying to myself, God, okay, what is this download? I know you're trying to teach us something. And, and then as I was just talking to a few people just now, I, it just came to me. It's love. He's trying to teach us love. That's why there is the presence of many actions that are offensive. But he's saying, yes, so that I can take people to a higher realm where they no longer care about the actions of their brothers or their sisters. They're just too engulfed in the cloud. They're too caught up in the cloud. They're too caught up in the download that they can no longer care about the action of their brothers and sisters. They said, oh, this I want to talk to me this way. I don't understand why they're doing this. Uh, uh, can I just ask you why you decided to do X, Y, Z? He said, no. Get caught up in the, in the dimension called love. When you receive a correction or a rebuke or a this or a that, you just get caught up in the dimension called love because you, you, you actually even praise God because he's still speaking to you. That's what he's teaching us. 
So I got caught up in this and I realized, okay, it's love. The season is love. It's, it's a love season. And it's not, because any, it's not because I've just heard it from PT alone. It's because actually now I get the download and the revelation. But he's saying, look, until your whole family operates on this system, nobody is going to this dimension. Until we all understand and it becomes our operating system. I don't even care if it's from the ones that I don't see too much to the ones I see a lot. I don't care. Everybody has to understand that it's love. Until we lay down our lives for ourselves. I know how it is in the family houses. Toothpaste and someone's up in raw. Who took my bonnet? It's mad. mad stuff I understand that but now God is saying can you move to a higher dimension can you be caught up in the download of my revelation of love in your life because if you can remember the reason why he wants you to learn this dimension is because he wants you to transact more powerfully than you're transacting now he wants us as a family to transact more powerfully than we're transacting now. He wants to raise multi-millionaires and billionaires from this place. But it takes transactional power and that takes love. It takes a price paid. So if you go to Matthew 20 for me, you will see how God paid that price. The son of man. I, and you know what? I need to do it in two ways because you see the son of man, right? I love what it says about the son of man. He says that the son of man, when it talks about rapture or what the Christian world calls rapture, he says that the son of man would actually be caught up. We would actually be caught up in the cloud. And you know, no. So go, first of all, let's go to First Thessalonians. Then we'll go to the, the template, which I'm going to read from Matthew 20. First Thessalonians verse 4. I mean, chapter 4, verse 17. And then I'm rounding up because I've almost done a few hours. But I, like I said, you're going to dissect this over time. So I'm comfortable. I'm very, very comfortable. Go for it. After that, mm. we who are still alive yeah. and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds. Look, wait, hear this. He says, after that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the cloud to what? To meet the Lord in the air. I thought clouds were in the air. Read it well. After that, mm -hmm. we who are still alive will. and are left will be caught up together with them in, in the, the clouds. clouds. So what brings heaven and earth together is the cloud. That's why when they went up to the mountain, when they went up to the mountain, what actually happened was that a cloud covered them. Heaven met earth. And that's why I'm saying that the download that he's actually trying to give you now is love. He said, you'll be so caught up in the download. You'll be so caught up in what God is revealing. That he said, you will, just, you will then meet them, the Lord in the air. But before the air is the cloud. Because usually we said, this is sky, right? There's clouds in the sky right now. You wouldn't separate sky from cloud. But he does to actually drive home to you that the clouds are different from the sky. He said, we'll be caught up in the clouds. So I understand what happened to Enoch. The Bible says that Enoch walked with God till he was no more. He was caught up. So now he said, we'll be caught up with the clouds with the Lord in the air. So if I'm giving you a direction, this is going to be it. Matthew chapter 20. Go for it. From verse 25, mm -hmm. sir. 
Jesus called them together and said, yeah. you know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them. Listen to this because this is what I need you to be caught up in now. He said the Gentiles lord it over them. Be careful that you become, that you don't become lord. Like I used to call Mimi Lord Mimi. Be careful you don't become Lord. Because the Gentiles lord it over them and... And their high officials exercise authority over them. Yeah. Not so with you. Not so with you. There's no expectation you have on the people you are called to serve. You put expectation, you say, ah, by now, by now you should be this. By now, nothing. By now, just get caught up in the download. By now, just get caught up in your service, your seeds and your souls. Not so within, with you indeed. Go on. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. Whoever wants to become great among you, whoever wants to enter into that new realm and that dimension must be your servant. And? And whoever wants to be first must be your slave. Oh my days. He said, whoever wants to be your first. Whoever wants to be first. Whoever wants to be highest giver. Whoever wants to be highest soul winner. Must first of all be slave. So do you know how I know when people are servants, they, they rise financially. You don't have to tell me. You'll just start being first. Do you understand that? First will be your position. Because he said, whoever wants to be first among you must be a slave. So be careful when someone is ready to serve all of you. You will know a man who is a servant by how he rises. Takes first place in giving. Takes first place in soul winning. Someone said, I don't really care about first place. Yeah, because you're not a servant. I'm only talking to servants. I'm only talking to people who operate in the dimension called love. I'm only talking to people who are willing to pay the price. Look at the price. He said, and whoever wants to be first must be your slave for. Just as the son of man uh -huh. did not come to be served. Hear me. The son of man did not come to be served. Don't allow the politics of church to get you into the place where now your name is minister, pastor, or head of family. That you feel like somebody should be cleaning your shoe. Don't be silly. The Son of Man doesn't, did not come to be served. Imagine Jesus coming down from the highest place of authority, telling men that he did not come to be served. God came in the form of man and said that he did not come to be served. The highest preaching in the world today, the highest preaching in the world today from the Christian church, the religious church, is to serve God. But God came down from heaven and told him that he's here to serve man. So you in your almighty state said, it's only God I serve. No, listen, I serve man. Because I know in my service of man, I'm serving God. He said, the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve. And? And to give his life as a ransom for many. And to give his life as a price for many. Can I tell you my final watchword to you today? Your life as a price. My life is a price for many. And it is not the past that I'm talking about. 
there is still a price I'm paying for those nations and generations that we're here to take. So for us as the Connect family, as the family capital, and as us as the nation family, there is a price that my life has on it. There is a price that my life has when God sent me to the world. So there's no way I'm going to sit down and rest on my laurels or rest on what my neighbor is doing because I did not come to be served. I came to serve. In, in that, people will serve you, no doubt. But I did not come to be served. So if there's lack of people to serve me, it doesn't make me feel as if I'm doing something wrong because I always came to serve. I always came to carry out the will of the Father. I always came to get the download of what God is doing next. I came to serve. So some of you are in serving positions. Your giving is a service. You came to serve. I did not come to be served. It's, it's not about how many people give me money. It's about how many people I've given to. How many lives have I saved by giving out finances? How many lives have I saved by being able to give at the end of the month or weekly or however I give? Uh, how many lives have I saved? I did not come to be served, but I came to serve. Have you got something for me? Amplified Classic. Go sir. for it. And whoever desires to be first, mm. and whoever desires to be first among you yeah. must be your slave. Yeah. Just as the Son of Man came not to be waited on, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Uh, the price paid to set them free. I end my conclusion there. The price paid to set them free. Did you see? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. But how do you actually enter into the realm of love? Service. The son of man did not come to be waited on but to serve, to give his life as a ransom for many, the price paid to set them free. So if someone is then saying, yeah, but I'm in a group, I'm serving already. Look, what I'm now saying is you're going to serve people. You see how you should treat your life, right? There's nobody that's close to me. Everybody I'm serving. Let's just, let's, let's first, I'm serving everyone. If I, if I live in a house, I serve them. Do you understand that? Like, I, when I was sitting down, I'm serving you. When I'm, when I'm correcting you, I'm even serving you. Because I could just decide to live my own life the way I want to, but I actually live to serve. So what I was trying to, when I actually sat down and told one of the girls around me the other day, is I don't think you get this because I'm not here. It's not about how well you do things. I'm actually here to serve you. Until we all get to the destination called love. But you here to serve. But look at this. He says, so the price paid to set them free. So there's a price paid that we need. There's a price we're always going to have to pay in order to set this generation free. Because Christ has paid the ultimate price. But remember, he says, so that you also may lay down your lives. 
So there's another level of laying down of life that we're going to have to go through in this season. It's going to be a sacrificial season, a time that stretches our capacity. And that's why I said that we're going to have to pray this season through. We're going to have to work this season through so that we all come to that realization together. And at that point is when we will see the gates open and everything expand to us. But I've got a prayer to lead you in. Everything up open to us when everybody comes to this realization but I'm going to lead it in a prayer are you ready to pray today I'm going to pray for five minutes and as we pray for five minutes what I'm expecting to happen is that some of you will actually be illuminated on the inside to what I'm saying words cannot express what the heart is thinking sometimes but I'm praying for a transfer or whatever is going on on the inside of this heart to your heart so that you can see the dimension that God is bringing to us and you can also be partakers. You know, I think what I'm, what I'm going to speak probably to most of you about soon, I don't know when, is immortality. But through the realm of love, because the scriptures say and he promised us eternal life I hope you know eternal life is immortality but not today Philippians chapter 1 and let's pray go for it and this is my prayer this is Paul leading the church in Philippi in a prayer remember I told you that Paul never prayed for them to have he only prayed for them to know and as they know the dimension of what they have increases and changes but look at this and this is my prayer that that your love may abound uh, more and more in knowledge look at this he said that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth and he says depth he says that you may actually know how to love. He says that your love may abound more and more in knowledge. So you would already, look, there's a way that you would know that this, let's say someone is talking in front of you and they're talking very recklessly. But inside of your heart, love will be teaching you that, look, whatever they're saying, ignore it because this is actually what's wrong with them. That's the dimension of love. He said that is, that is called love in knowledge. So how do we save a community? How do we actually rescue a community? He said that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and... And depth of insight. And depth of insight so that you, you, you will increase in insight because you have love. You know you're going to get me my other translations on this. So, so you increase in insight because you have love. So I discovered, when I read this scripture, then I discovered, oh, this is the download. This is where he was always trying to take us to. That your love may abound more and more. So remember, I've, I've always taught you prayers. I've taught you prayers like um, strengthened in the inner man so that Christ may dwell in your heart. That you being rooted and established in love may be, together, may, may be able with, together with all the lost people to comprehend. Da, 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 da. That you've been taught prayers like um, 
that you, your hearts may be flooded with light, but you see this prayer right here that your love may abound because you already have it. So it's not about rooting and being established in love anymore. It's about it abounding. But go and read for me. TPT, sir. Go for it. I continue to pray for your love to grow. Uh-huh. There you go. I continue to pray for your love to grow and... And increase beyond measure. So what we're praying today is for our love as the Connect family and family capital to grow and increase beyond measure. So... Bringing you into the rich revelation. Did you see that? So why did I tell you that love has everything to do with download? It looks like they're separate, but they're very much uh, together. It says what actually brings you into the rich revelation of... Spiritual insight in all things. In all things is love. But if that thing doesn't grow beyond measure then guess what? You're not being brought or translated into anything. By This is how we know we are transferred from death to life. That we love one another. But he says, we must, I continue to pray for your love to grow and increase beyond measure, bringing you into what will bring us into the new financial realm is going to be our love growing and increasing beyond measure. What is going to bring us into a new level of soul winning? Our love growing and increasing beyond measure. So he says here, the apostolic order says, I pray for your love to grow and increase and the level of offense that you go through to reduce because the, free, the, the only way we're being brought into a new level of Nutribox finances is by this love growing and increasing beyond measure. Nutri, it, look, it means that a pastor Redell will have to pay more price in service in order for his business to grow. Do you understand that? What a pastor Trendy would have to pay more price in order for everyday cosmetics to grow. The more they're paying price, the more their businesses are growing. It's not the other way around. Bringing you into a rich revelation of spiritual insight. Do we have something else so that we can then begin to start praying? Because I want you to pray for five minutes that God will give you capacity for love to grow inside of you. That you will receive capacity today and download so that the love that he needs for this new level will be complete in you. Go for it. Message. Uh-huh. So this is my prayer, yeah. that your love will flourish uh? and that you will not only love much, mm. but well. That you will not only love much, but you will love well. Learn to love appropriately. And you need to use your head and test your feelings so that your love is sincere and intelligent. Use your head and test your feeling because love is still a head matter still. He says, look, there is a time when offense will present itself. But because you now know that love has to be not just done much, but well. It has to be in the presence of offense. He says you have to use your head so that your love is sincere and also intelligent, not sentimental. You see, people only love who are lovable. That's sentimental love. If it's easy to love, then I will love them. But the, tr the truth of the matter is there are some that will rise above that and love intelligently. They, they love the unlovable and live a what? Live a lover's life. They live a lover's life. 
there are people that are around them and they, you see those people that are around them, other people laugh at them but they keep them close because they understand how to love. They understand the new dimension called love that God will use in order to make them rise. You know there were people that were saying that used to tell me, <laughs> this person, <laughs> that person, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? But I love them. I love them because you see, and when I love them, now who's sure? Who's sure more now? Who's more blessed? Who? Me, because of love. Not because I'm better, more perfect. I just love. I just pay the price for people. And I'm going to continue to pay the price. And the whole of the connect and family capital will be dragged into that realm. If, I, if that's the last thing I do in this family, it's to drag everybody into that realm of love. Non-judgmental, non-offense, free zone. And it's going to be a zone that is a lover's life. So before you start shouting and yapping at your people, before you start shouting and commanding everybody all over the place, what about love? What about sincere kind of love? And remember that love is not kindness. Love is ability to intelligently know how to carry out certain activities and know the use of your people, paying a price on their own behalf. So I'm not going to be the lowest giver in the Connect family because I'm the one that will pay the price when others can't. So instead of you looking at how many givers there are, how about you looking at how much you give? Because if I can cover just one man, because they still need time to grow in their giving, then I'm going to do that out of love. It's a lover's life, circumspect and, pres and exemplary. A life Jesus would be proud of. What is a life Jesus is proud of? A lover's life. The season for connect and family capital is just the love of life. The lover's life. The season for everybody involved in with me financially is just called the lover's life. We wage war because we love. We wage war on souls because we love. We wage war on giving because we love. It's the lover's life. It's, that's the life that we're carrying out now. The lover's life. We're, we're, we're waging a crazy war because someone would just say, you see when I said at the end of the day they would say the connect will go ballistic. You know what that ballistic is? It's love. Otherwise, how do you define ballistic? Your giving will waver when your love is wavering. You're changing what you love. You're changing who you love. You used to love your leader. Now you've got many reasons why you shouldn't because you've been exposed to flaws. You've been exposed to the flaws of your leader. Now you can, you can now begin to speak this, this, that, da, 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 da. good on you. But the only one affected is you because you can't be brought into the revelation. So beware of when church becomes a religious political ground for you. You don't have to be around because it, you're still delaying a journey. Are you ready to pray wherever you are? Because I'm going to give you five minutes to pray and say, Lord, bring me into this lover's life. Let, let my love abound. Let my love go out of control. Let my love for soul winning go out of control. There's not going to be someone that I have close but is not in. You know, don't have close outside friends. You know, that's what happens to people when love life is changing. You, you will now see their friends change as well. Their circles change because the truth of the matter is their love life has changed. My love life is not going to change. It's going to abound. It's going to grow and increase. Lord, make my love grow 
and increase today in the name of Jesus. That's what we're praying. That's how we're going to pray this afternoon. So wherever you are, begin to pray. I want you to say, Lord, let my love life grow and increase. Let it begin to take on a new shape. Let it begin to take on a shape that I've never seen before. Everywhere I've been offended, Lord, give me ability to overcome offense. Everywhere I've been, I've been, I've been angry. Give me ability to overcome it. Let my love life grow because it is second battle season. And I want to wage war, but it is a lover's life. That is the war, the battleground, the, the lover's life. So I want you to pray wherever you are, just for a few minutes. And if you're with me, if you're if you're if you're saying peace, Sam, I'm engaging in this battle with you. I'm saying I'm going to live a lover's life. Lord, let my love life grow and increase, let it expand in the name of Jesus. That's our prayer point this afternoon. Let it increase, let it increase on every level on every measure and those who are hearing this later on SoundCloud and you're getting to this point and you've managed to listen to the whole world or whole word can you then begin to say Lord let my love life increase let me not be shifted by a season but let me increase in love reveal love to me let this download complete now so that we can be brought into the new light that you want us to walk by that we can be brought into the multi-million dimension in the name of Jesus not just one million not just two million but hundreds of millions that's the dimension that God wants to bring to us now and it's going to start with us having our love capacity increasing so everybody praying believing God together and saying God bring us into a new dimension of love bring us into a new dimension of capacity in the name of Jesus that's what we're praying together that's what we're believing God with together let your love increase and grow put TPT on the screen for me let it increase let it increase let it grow let it increase let it grow as a connect family as the family capital let it increase let it grow in the name of Jesus let it increase beyond measure in the name of Jesus that's what we're praying that's what we're believing God for increase beyond measure increase beyond measure love grow and as we're praying this I'm feeling burdens from hearts being lifted that's what I know God is trying to do he's trying to lift burdens the burden of expectation is lifting it is removing that burden from you and he's getting you back into love is getting you back into the dimensions of love so that your service will not be in vain so that your service is not duty but it is a lover's life when you wake up in the morning early in the morning and you have to go and serve man it's because you love man it's a lover's life not a duty life love we're not going to create rituals we're going to create love I don't want anybody warring with me that is not got a love for the war. I, I, look, I would rather you don't, have, you don't give if you don't love giving. Some people give because it's better to give money than to give time. But I want lovers, those who love, those who made the decision to love this, this campaign, to love this battle. I don't want to love the battle of building my life. I want to love the battle of warring for God. What does it mean to war for God? To serve men. 
For the Son of Man did not come to serve, to be served, but to serve. He did not come to be waited on, but to, to serve. To pay the price. And you see, right now, what will happen to you is that a fire will be rekindled in you. This fire that will be rekindled in you is a fire that will take you to the place where you'll be able to pay the price that God is requiring from us in this season. The next, season, next three months will be your most blessed seasons, I'm telling you. There's going to be unprecedented wealth. Unprecedented. Things that we cannot explain. But why? Love. Love for the mission. Not duty to the mission. If it's duty, duty tires out. It's love. Love keeps you praying. That's love. Love keeps you praying. Love keeps you interceding. Love keeps you in the revelation ground. Love. So when Jesus was speaking, he said, what? they tried to trap him with, what are the greatest commands? And he said, the greatest command is love your neighbor as you love yourself. But you see, I mean, yeah, he said, love your neighbor as you love yourself and love God. But you see those things, that's one command. It's only one because if you love your neighbor, you will already love God. Please, again, don't mistake love for care. I hope you've been blessed by the word this afternoon. Like I said, I've, I've laid out a template for you because this is the announcement for Connect and Family Capital. Connect and Family Capital is lover's life. It's a love affair. It's a love affair. That's all. Lover's life. And sometimes I know, trust me, I know when, when love is waning. But remember, if love dies, revelation dies. If revelation dies, we die. So what I'm praying for you this afternoon is that the fire of love will come into your life so fierce we're going to complete this download of love and where it starts with is tomorrow, Thursday. I, I, I know that God is going to complete something with the Connect and Family Capital. I know that you guys are going to be so blessed. You're going to be so blessed. Unprecedented wealth. Some of your businesses are just going to receive skilled men to help you skilled people to, to take your businesses to the next level. Men will come to serve you because you serve. The next level of souls coming into the house. So if you're, if you're watching me today and you're one of the new souls, I'm, I'm telling you the next level is here now. The next dimension is here now. We're going to birth it together. So if you need to ask your leader, and say, where are we starting? Where are we able to pour out this love? And then they were going to tell you, we're going to deliver certain commands. And we're just going to pour out this love in a totally different dimension. I hope you're ready, family. Because I'm ready. I'm not sitting on the fence, no way. My hands are going to get very, very messy. Very messy. We're going to love souls. We're going to raise lives, raise people until, uh, uh, through the power of the Holy Ghost, of course. But you know what I mean. We're going to serve. We're going to serve the unservable. 
even when it looks funny, we're going to serve the unservable. You know, when you look at somebody and the way they respond to your service is as if they, 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 they don't care. We're still going to serve. When it looks as if some of the people are waning off, we're still going to be here serving. Until there's insight in all things. Until there's insight into what Nutribox needs to do next or NutriFitness needs to do next. Until what a T. Simone needs to do next. Until what a Everyday Cosmetic needs to do next. Otherwise, you're just going to be doing things and you're going to pray that one of them things becomes successful. But there is a way to insight. It's called love. That's our transactional power. I hope you're ready for this season. All right, let me see your comments just saying ready for this season. Ready for this season. We've got a soul winning season ahead of us. I've tasked Connect and Family Capital to become a 200 man machine. Do you know what that means? You have military might. So I think I saw Sarah, the new Sarah watching. Sarah, you know what you need to go and do? Go and, go and tell people. Say you found something. That's all. I'm ready for this season. Wherever you are, in whatever nation you are, you, you go and make sure that you align people with what we're doing. Align yourself ready for the season. That's all. Ready. All over. No matter where we are, all over. It's ready for this season. Ready. So winning. So winning just simply means I'm going to go and tell my friends or whoever I can get my hands on and tell them, look, come. This is what I've seen. This is what I want you to be a part of. These are guys who are going to love. And you see what we're going to do? We're going to make sure everybody is fed. And that's for me, when I say everybody is fed, until we create a system where everybody prospers through, ready for the season, on fire, full of love, full of full of power, ready to transform a nation, ready to help lives. Tell everyone. Tell everyone. And what we're going to also do from, from, the, from the leaders, you're going to make finances available. We're going to put on creative services every week. I don't even care. I'm not waiting for nobody. Connect family. We're going to put creative services on every week for souls to come to. I need us to have military might, guys. I need the military to be 200 strong. New season. Honestly. And I'm going to see your businesses. I'm praying. When I'm praying for these businesses, I'm saying, I need, I need to see Pastor Riddell. I know he's a giver. I need him on a, I need his business to now go to 20K, 30K, exponential, 100K. I don't know whatever God wants to do, but... I, I'm just saying, I'm praying to see that through, but I'm also saying that I know it has to be this word, love. How do we express love? Laying down our lives in service. It's an exciting season. Many of you are going to be blessed beyond words. I'm just going to keep repeating that. So many of you are going to be rich. Rich, 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 rich. But because you understand that it is the pain of Christ. I love you all.